Welcome to Birds of a Feather. This is AJ, Suburban Princess, back at it again. Tonight is game six, where we thought we wouldn't be, but as me and Eddie B., who is coming back now to give his perspective as well as mine, since we were both too livid. Yeah, too livid to even discuss what happened on Wednesday night's game. So basically we're just going to run down. It's 3-2 Hawks. They're back in Atlanta. They should have wrapped it up on, on uh, what, Monday or Tuesday? Which was it? It was Tuesday? Yeah. yeah. Monday. And so the point was now that we're back in Atlanta for whatever reason, we have to really be some honest fans right now and, and cut the bullshit basically and basically say how we feel. So I'm, I'm highly disappointed, but I think our, our interests might differ. So basically Eddie, how have you felt this, this series alone? And, and how do you feel now that we're now to a game six? They have never done that as a team in, in their Sixers history. It's the first time they blow one, uh, blow a twenty-plus point lead. And it is, it, it's crazy. And, and, it's, and it's like, and it's starting to look like lack of heart. That's what it's starting to look like. I mean, thirty-eight points in the second half alone. That's it. Thirty-eight points. That's all they put up in the, in the in game uh, in that Monday night game. Thirty-eight points in the second. Two, three more baskets gets you the game. You know, they, they, and it's not even that Atlanta is playing well. They're not playing that well. Our defense is stifling you guys, and we're still not winning, which I cannot fucking understand. <laughs> to save my life. Let it out. Let it out. You know, if I was these guys, I'd be so mad at myself. Ben's a great defensive player, but I'd be so mad at myself for letting this happen after you just wasted defensive effort. And Monday night's game, they had five stops in a row. Five, and they still couldn't capitalize on it. You know, five stops, even something you couldn't get four points out of that? Or even two? It's, it's, it's ridiculous. Like, this team is playing with no heart. You, you see, you can look at look at their posture, look at Ben when he, at the end of the game. Like, in the last game, he just was like, he looked out of Tobias looked awesome. I saw that thing that you put on the missing person thing. Felt, that was everywhere. That was everywhere, apparently, in Philly. They literally put yeah. <laughs> missing posters out there of Tobias and of Ben. Yeah. Oh, they both, and they both deserve every bit of criticism that they're getting right now. They're both max – I mean, Tobias is a max player. Ben – you know, we know Ben can't – is not a great scorer. Okay. And Tobias was be our second best scorer on the team, you know, behind him beat. So why would it even come down that being an issue? Second best score had zero points in the fourth. The fourth. How? How is that possible? Zero points in your fourth guy. You saw Doc talking to him, trying to get him into the game, but uh, it didn't look like he did anything to me. You know, he still just looked flat. You didn't see him moving off the ball. And when the ball wasn't, he wasn't even active on the floor. You saw him just, just playing. It almost looked like he was pouting. Yeah. I felt like he was a boy that was pouting because he's just like, you know, Doc seems like, do what you got to do. And then you're like, well, what is that? I don't know. He's, he's a proven veteran in this league. You know, he, he's making 100, we're paying him $130 million to what? Stand there and hold his dick the whole game, the end of the game and not do anything? You know? 
sorry. Honestly, that's what it seems like, you know, yeah. he's about at this point is just posturing and not yeah. being and consistent. He's, and he's, I mean, he was consistent all year. What, what's different now? I don't know. You know. He's supposed to be our closer. He's been our closer most, in most games. And now he just, oh, I'm just going to slide back into the, like that Homer Simpson thing. He slides back into the into the hedge and disappears. Yeah. You know, just like, that's just what I see on it. And it is sad. Ben, I don't know, he's not mentally tough. He's just showing it now. Like, he's really seeing it now. You know, I'm going to give him the benefit of the doubt, but he's just not mentally tough enough. Like, you can see it. You can't you tell me you can't hit half your free throws? Half? Not even be a 50 Especially when you were going like almost like four for four in the regular season game. So oh, it's not like he can't do it. Drastic improvement. Drastic improvement. Yeah, so I don't know what happened. Now in the playoffs, he just went to sleep. I'm just trying to figure out, is it they assume that the other teammate will pick them up when they get tired, or they just, they don't time their, like, or they're just so worried about stepping on each other that they kind of take pauses at the wrong time, or I, I don't understand. Yeah, it's great. I think this team likes one thing, like, that killer instinct. They don't have it. They don't have it. And me, and my, me and Joe were talking. They don't. You know, Kobe had that killer instinct. You know, LeBron has that killer instinct. I mean, he's a guy who took a whole team on by himself pretty much. You know, and he against that whole series against uh, Golden State where he pretty much almost took them to the brink with nobody. Yeah. It could have mean you could have been on the team, right? <laughs> I was I keep reposting clips of the WNBA girls, specifically the Las Vegas Aces, because them girls been playing their butts off, and I'm like, some of them need to be sitting on the Sixers game and giving them advice. Yeah, I'm about to say because the team in Atlanta is the Atlanta Dream, and I know some of them girls can play in Atlanta, so I, I hope they go to the game tonight and just be like booing them as soon as they start playing crappy, like not not the Hawks, but the Sixers, just to be like, what's that? What is that? Because you can't tell me. You're sitting there playing. I'm sorry. I didn't know if you were done. <laughs> no, no. Go, 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 go ahead. <laughs> I don't understand how you play so great, even through even the ups and downs through the Wizards series. You even saw them getting tired of losing that lead when they did in, this, in the Wizards series. They, there was something even in, Co and even in Tobias that was like, nah, we can't go out like this. You know what I mean? Because even when they were starting to get chippy with Westbrook. Now? Yeah, but that's my point. So I'm trying to figure out where the lax attitude came in into the series. And I don't know if it's maybe since the the first game, you know, when they lost and maybe somewhere along the line, there was something that wasn't working in, even in the first series and they just didn't address it. And therefore it just started showing up in this series. But to me at this point, part of the problem is Doc's substitution. I mean, we know that Doc subs some of the bench too soon. Like, I understood Maxi because Maxi generates energy, but that's supposed to be Ben's role. Now, Ben also had ice or something last game so i'm wondering if he's having a secret injury that he's not talking about because i'm wondering if that's why he feels gas but then he was sick for a while during regular season so i'm wondering if he had covid i mean that's not been proven but he was gone for a while and i think after a while i was like why is he gone so long and then i thought is he just not wanting to play like what's going like he was gone for longer than usual since he when he first came into the team you know with the foot injury so I'm just wondering if that's just like with Seth. It took him a while to finally get. And you see now Seth's going oh, back Seth. to, 
he's going back to the curry. Like, all he needed was three more of those Johns, and he probably would have took that game for us. Oh, my God. Like, without Danny, like, I was hoping him. I kept, ta you know, I kept doing the hashtag Curry Green because I just thought all we need is them two to get in a rhythm. And then everything everyone doesn't do in the fourth doesn't matter. Like, if they hit every single shot, even when it matters. Like, they're losing both of these games back-to-back -back by three points. What does that tell you? You just needed that much. Yeah. And it just shows you that Atlanta's not that great. You left them back. No. Three. They started they pumping up once they good. died down. So that means we gave it to them. Oh, Collins, yeah. We're clearly a better team. Co Collins, please. I mean, he sat there and ran into Dwight's shoulder, which was a mistake, obviously. He popped himself. Yeah. But yeah. God forbid, you know, they yeah. start shooting in the last three minutes, and all of a sudden Collins was like He-Man again. I'm like, oh, oh, yeah. oh, now can you He-Man? Please. Yeah, don't get too whistly. Like, let's just see. Every little thing. points where you see Trey Young get tapped on the wrist and they blow the whistle, but then you see Ben get tackled or wasn't get tackled and they don't even call anything. Like, so Anytime Ben went to the rim, he was he was attacked. Yeah, like that one dunk that Ben meant that Collins was right there. Right. He got hit. And Toby, too. That's why Toby started falling off. His layups wouldn't fly anymore because he was starting to get attacked, and I think he just fell off. Well, you know how to give some players the benefit of the doubt. Yeah. Yeah. They jump into you. They jump into you and then they bolt and instead then it's of, like, uh. It's, yeah, instead of shooting like a normal jump shot, you elevate and shoot it. They jump into you and shoot it. Right. To draw the contact. And they're actually, you know, they said they were going to look into that for next year. As, as because it's, it's happening too much. It's happening way too much. You know, it's making the game, not, it's like flopping in the soft it's not I, even, I even think the hack of Ben thing should stop because if they're hacking the worst players and that's a giveaway, that, that should be. That should be illegal, too, because after a while, it's a punk move. Like, you could tell the coach felt the need to do it early because he thought it would throw Ben off. And it did for a minute until he hit both, and then he went back to missing them again. So my point is, even if it's obvious that you're using it as a tactic, like, that's pathetic to do it that early, you know? But all the more reason for Ben to be like, oh, watch this, and just make all of them just to be like, can you leave me alone now, like, so I can focus on my D game, you know? So the fact that he fell into that whole, I don't want to do this, it, there were times by the last one, I don't even know if he was scared as much as he was just like, I'm sick and tired of being here. Like, you could tell he gets an attitude now going to the line. And I'm like, why are you tired? All you got to do is push your elbows in and just, you practice every daggone time before the game. Now I'm wondering, maybe him and Dwight should be practicing like him, Dwight, and Matisse were during the season after a game. Like, maybe y'all need to put in a little more focus and not just act like you'll it'll work out the next day. Like, Ben just is so aloof about stuff, at least publicly, that you just wonder if he internalizes so much that he doesn't allow himself to be normal and play freely, you know, when he's actually at the game. And that is troublesome because that's a simple, that's a simple, just a mindset. You gotta, you can't have anybody help you with that. Like Doc can't help him. And the fact that Doc feels the need to stick up for him must, I feel like there's something else going on that we don't know about because why would you protect someone that is clearly costing you some of the games? Because all Ben had to do was make at least two more sets of shots, and Embiid's layup and missing it wouldn't have mattered in that one game, because that was going to be the only thing that was going to get them over the hump. But his knee was bothering him. In both games, yeah, they would have won. Yeah, they would have, because one, one or two of them were going to drop. Yeah, 
and also it changed the face of the game. If they were scored at least once, mm -hmm. it would have made it would have made the game change. And even if even if Curry had hit that one shot before, just at the buzzer, one point win, I'm good with it. Like, yeah, well, no, that would that would have tied. Uh, either way, my point was like, if they had to go to OT, I would have been fine with it. Like, whatever, you shouldn't go to OT, but just win it. Yeah. But I, I do think they all contribute to each other's troubles because at this point, I don't really think it should be an issue of whether it's just Toby. I mean, yes, we're mad at him because we know that he was playing so well. He was seemed like he was losing that hesitancy. And then Ben, you know, we thought that he was finally going to get over the whole free throw thing. And then they just reared their ugly heads. And then I don't know if maybe, like I said, the crowd got into them. I mean, Monday, I mean, two, oh, I'm losing track of my days. Was it when it was Wednesday night's game made me angry because it's like, you got Dr. J, you got AI there. You got all the greats there. You have no reason to want to look that bad in the fourth quarter. If anything, that should be like your last hurrah, like get anything you have left and just go nuts, you know, just to defend yeah, yeah. the basket. Either that or they're just really that out of shape that they allowed that to be a factor, you know, because you don't go that far because you don't want it. You go that far because you know you have it. But at somewhere along the line, I think they just honestly started coasting. And I do think that Doc's rotation creates some of that confusion because that's what the thing was with Brett Brown. It's like it, it disrupts the flow if you sit certain guys early. Like if you sit Toby early and he's been doing good, he's going to have to muster that all up again later. You know, Embiid deserves to sit the most, obviously. But he won't sit his ass down. And then when he does, it's like now his knee's going to get worse. So... It shouldn't. I'm just saying I think it contributes. I, I agree, they're professionals, but they, yeah, they should be able to. Okay, well, you mean something? I can't score one bucket. I, I got a, I got a chance to make it one bucket. <laughs> I think your sound's going out. Yeah. I got a chance to make it one bucket. Yeah. Know? Yeah, that's <laughs> what I'm saying. Like, I, well, you see what when Furcon Furcon is always starting, which I didn't never think helps, but you see that Matisse doesn't help either. So, what do you do when Danny's your other starter that's out? Yeah, it sucks. That Matisse had a better offensive game. He yeah. He made two threes in the in the Monday night game, yeah. so that's why I was thinking, okay, cool, yeah, Matisse is coming back. Yeah. No, he's not. Yeah, you know, so it doesn't help. But his defense also is what cost the game too, because he hit, he got that last stupid foul, and it was like, oh damn it. Which wasn't really a foul. But... It wasn't, but whatever. You knew they were gonna look at him as over pursuing because he's con he's always over pursuing, but they don't flag him for everything. Yeah. They did that with and Dwight I, for a I, while. I was laughing at that one foul, and Matisse was on him as on Trey Young. And he jumped up, came down. No, Seth was on him. He jumped up, went up for the three, missed, came down, and then he just like kind of just fell over. Yeah. And it. Yep. Like, and, you, and you look at the other camera angle. He didn't even touch it. <laughs> I was like, Wait, was that the one yeah. where Seth where Seth Seth went down or him? No, no, he went down. Okay, Trey and, went down. And Trey landed and then just fell over. Like. Seth and they and they and went and for it. Yeah. They didn't, they didn't even touch it. Because me and my brother-in-law were talking about that back and forth. I said, Seth has a way when he falls, he does this stop, drop, and roll thing. He's real dramatic. Like, he'll stop and then he'll go. <laughs> like, yeah. like, he rolls into a little ball. So, it's like every time Seth does it, I think he's just worried about people's feet. So, he just goes yeah, down. and. Kinda, that's kind of 
That's actually a good way to fall. It is. No, it is. It keeps him. Yeah. You're right. You're right. Because you see Embiid dragging his leg, throwing his body. At one point, he tackled Collins. I was like, wrong sport. Did you see when he almost he almost took out his knee? I said, that's wrong sport, homie. This ain't rugby. <laughs> yeah. I was worried. I said to myself, somebody in the NFL is going, are you sure Embiid can't be like a... <laughs> Can we get him on defense? Because he seemed like he really forgot where he was for a minute. Yeah. It was it was bad. But what what it, what do you feel like is is the remedy at this point for tonight? Like, do you care? Because I'm honestly I'm over it. I'm just gonna watch because I'm a fan. But I feel like they lost their shot. Um, they lost their shot about like um Wednesday. If they can pull this out by some miracle chance and actually find their heart, yeah, the series out. I'm nervous to the point of, okay, well, how are you going to beat the Nets or the Bucks if playing like this? It's not, look, even if yeah. even if the Nets or Bucks win, because obviously with them it's win and go home at this point. I mean, I'm yeah. shocked even the Bucks lost. I'm Bucks won last night, but, you know, whatever. I mean, you also got to consider KD has got a sleeve on his leg now, so it's only a matter of time before he, you know, has that same injury again. Right, exactly, because Harden's barely, barely moving, but they're desperate, and Kyrie just got hurt. So it's like you're lucky oh that God. these injuries wouldn't be an that issue because the Nets that would be blowing everybody out. Yeah. yeah that, made, that made me cringe. I saw that. Play. Yeah, because oh Ky- Kyrie's tight. I thought it was just a jam at first. I'm like, okay, you landed wrong, but then you don't know how fast and hard he landed. Yeah, all his weight on the outside of that. His leg, yeah. His leg was straight, and then and his whole foot went And then the foot went in. Ankle, ankle, yeah, so – and you're lucky, and, and it's sad because he's the one with the best handles on the team. Like, let's be honest. Like, you don't see people doing that stuff the way that Kyrie does it. You know, regardless of what his personality and how he seems very standoffish and moody and stuff, I think he's just one of those people that really wants it. But obviously the politics of the NBA became something that probably is what created that kind of persona that he's developing off the court. It doesn't really matter at the end of the day as long as he shows up for his team. But if you got injuries mad around the second round, if the Bucks win, I'm not intimidated by the Bucks, but now that I don't trust my own team at times, it's like anybody can beat them because mentally they're defeated. Like mentally they're weak. Yeah. I mean, of course I want them to come out of this on the other side of this ready to go. Me too. We don't know. You know what? It yeah. can be completely any day. They can just show up and all of a sudden find, find the rhythm again, but who knows if they can do that. I don't trust the lead anymore because you see they, they led every time that they lost. It's almost back to what they were doing a year ago. Yeah, and clearly they're the better team. They are the better team. I I don't care what nobody says. Clearly the Sixers are the better team. Yeah. You see what happens. Yeah, it's not it's not it's not a factor, but right now, like you said like we said before, mentally it kills you every time. So no one trusts you. You know, so you can have the lead as long as they have the lead in the fourth quarter or even close to the third, I'll be feeling a little bit more optimistic. But if they start tanking Towards like after this after halftime, I'm done. I'm I'm literally going to tune out because I'm like, here it comes. They're just I mean, about to fold. I'm, I'm, gonna, I'm gonna watch the whole thing. And, you know, Me too. I I can't not watch. Yeah. Me too. I want to see a six championship in my lifetime. I was too young to. Me too. I wasn't. I mean, I had coworkers older than me who told me. Yeah. We weren't born, and, and they were telling me it was fun. But I'm like, it's going to be a new level now because after the Eagles won, it's just going to be a whole other level type of pot, um, parade. Yeah, I mean, I, I'm wearing what I, exactly what I wore when they started this series, so I'm trying to stay with it. Cause... Even got a, even got a new 
Oh, you did? Yeah, because I wanted the blue, the royal blue one. I never, I never bought one. Never got, yeah. Yeah, I love the royal blue. Um, but it, you know, it looks good. And and my whole thing is, when you're a fan, you're a fan to the end. I mean, I was pissed and said, I hope they lose Friday because I just don't want to deal with it. But I, you know, I don't mean it. But I, I just think at this point, I'm more hopeful that they learn from this. That even if they do survive this series by the skin of their teeth, it's not because Atlanta beat them. It's just because they decided to participate through the whole four quarters and not tune out. You know, because if, if, if they get ousted in this round, you know what's going to happen. They're going to, they're going to, they're going to, they're going to blow the team up. You know they might as well, happen. yeah, because I feel bad for Embiid. I feel bad for Embiid. Part of me, like, wants them to kind of lose just so we can blow this team up. That's where I was too. Uh, that's where I was last night. Like that's why I said I hope they lose because I really think they just need to get away from this whole lineup. So I, I think, I think you need to keep Embiid and Curry. You got Curry for two more years. He is good. Once he once he got better, you you see that he just has a certain type of way of delivering that ball. You keep him. You try to get Maxi into the starting lineup if possible, and you go out and get somebody. I'm not worried about that. He will be in the starting you, next you year because he already played like a starter. Get somebody, you know, yeah. You get somebody like a, somebody like Damian Lillard, or uh, you try to get. I would love to have Bradley Bill here. I would too, and yeah. I wish they would work that out. But I know salary wise, as soon as you say it, people like that's not realistically going to happen, but. I'm like, money is money. If Brad, if Bradley loves what he where he wants to go, then he'll go. I think he liked the Sixers. I wouldn't be shocked if he tried to find a way to get here. You just, there's nothing there. But no, but really, there's nothing there for him, and I hate to say it. It's not just because of Westbrook. It's just because overall, he was suffering on that team without anybody. You know? <laughs> well, you know. My whole thing, my whole thing too, is with Bradley is that I just feel like he's he's wasting his talent on a team that's never going to get there. And I think with the Sixers, all they need is one or two pieces, you know, to get over the hump. You know, they need somebody to, and and honestly, Bradley won't Bradley won't have to work too hard when he's here. Like he knows where his spots are, you know. He's a scorer, so that's all that matters. That's all we've ever needed was scorers. We never had consistent three guys, so. You know, if JJ didn't feel burned by the organization, I would want JJ back for another year. You know, but JJ's so over it. You know, and now that they shipped him to, where is he now? They shipped him like Mavericks or something. I think he was like, what? Yeah. 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 So he's not happy. He's not going to come back here. But he was honestly clutch when it came down to. I mean, there were times he didn't hit it, but he was clutch in like the last minute of games at times. But he was more he was more consistent than what we have now. Put it that way. No, I agree, and honestly, yeah, most like shoot, most of the good shooters are. Yeah. And that's the thing. I don't, I don't know too many shooters that are great defenders all the time because yeah. that's that's their main game is shooting, so they don't know how to run for the other <laughs> opponent once they yeah. score. Like, I mean, that's that, their that, thing. Danny Green got ex- – there were a couple games even before he got hurt that I was like, oh, wow, he was very aggressive on, you know. There were a couple times I was like, okay, Danny, playing defense, all right. Because before I didn't really notice it, honestly, because I was so busy always watching the other guys. But I did notice a couple games that he stepped up, and I was like, even during the Wizards series, I was like, "Wow, okay." But I'm I'm more I'm more looking forward to next season only because one, they might possibly have the real rest that they didn't get from the COVID gap before they cut the season, started it again. So I think that's partially why there's so many injuries. You know, is that no nobody got that real 
postseason that they're supposed to get physically, like LeBron was just tweeting about. Um, right, everybody's body needs, you know, Embiid needs them knee surgery, you know, the whatever procedure he needs, and then the rest of them just need to stay focused and stay conditioned because that's really all it is. But it is an, it, it is ninety percent a mental game, and you can see where our team is not consistently keeping their mental. So somewhere along the line, the fatigue is is setting in mentally. And that's and that's unheard of because why would you not want to finish when you were doing so well in the first series? You know, even when they lost, they always had a way of coming back, and that's something that was missing years ago. You know, that I think when Jimmy was here, he kind of created that, like, finish what you started mentality. But even when Jimmy went flat, it's like they still didn't deliver. So there's there's somewhere along the line that people have to know what their roles are for sure and play and play their role. And somewhere along that last game, everybody kind of just forgot because they said that one shuffle where everybody was, like, giving each other the ball before they had a violation. You're just kind of like, what? Why would – how do you not know who was going to shoot? Like, just that's a moment where Embiid usually would just hike it up. Somebody take the shot. Like, why was that a big decision? That's when you knew I'm like, oh, they don't hit a wall. They don't even know who to throw the ball to now. Like, the freak is going on with my team. But they do. And hopefully, next time we talk, if they are going to game seven, then that'll be more exciting than this game is. Because honestly, I'm like you. I'm just watching just because I'm a fan, but I'm not. I will not be excited if there's a lead in the first half. I'll tell you that much. I'm just going to be like, we've been here all week and ain't had no good return. So until they have that lead in the fourth, will I be excited? So, but until zero zero, we'll know Ed. So hopefully next time we, we rejoin again for birds of a feather, our Sixers edition, hopefully we're talking about moving on to uh, the Eastern conference finals. So. so if you get a random like drunk testament from me later, scream mad. <laughs> It's gonna. It's almost gonna be like like a pre Super Bowlish type of type of communication where we're gonna be like, oh my god, they did it! Now I'm gonna save that for Game Seven because if Game Seven win or go home and they win it, that to me will be more exhilarating than this win. But they need the win, so hopefully the good energy will will manifest. So here we go, go Sixers! All right, we'll talk two days from now. Hopefully we'll have some good vibes. All right. Peace out. Bye, Sixers fans.